All right, we're here with episode one of the podcast that doesn't have a name. That's with DI people, with Blazervich, the Rocket League EU commander. Blazervich, hit us with the intro song. <laughs> intro song? What what song yep. do you want? Make an intro song. Just go ahead. Um, we'll go go over a classic uh, UK um soap opera. So we're gonna um, go for EastEnders. All right. Do 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 do. Alright, that was good. That was good. I would say that's a successful intro, I'll be honest. Uh introduced. Alright, so now, Blazer Bitch, uh tell us a little about yourself so people who don't know who you are get a little bit of an idea. Okay, right, so um, my name is Blazovich, I'm a commander of Division 7 Rocket League EU, um, I'm 15 years old, and essentially I've been in DI since about April, uh, well late March, but I got auto-kicked and now I, I joined again, and um, I became commander within a week, and here we are, I guess, uh, I've been playing Rocket League since, well, Rocket League properly since about January 2017. So about, well, a year and a half, I'd say. And recently I hit Grand Champ, and I finally can have a title under my name. So you're 15, really? I am 15, yes. That's crazy, dude. I'm two years older than you, but it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> Gosh, I feel young. Alright, anyways. Uh, so I think the question everyone here wants to know right now, right, Blazer Vich, is what is it with your name? Blazer and Vich, where, where does this come from? Okay, right, so, um, essentially, so, my brother's, well, my, my brother used to play a game called Dark Age of Camelot, uh, you may have heard of it, it used to be, like, one of the biggest MMOs back in the day, in about 2001 onwards, and, essentially, on that MMO, you can make characters, like, every MMO, but, um, there was a knight for the humans who my brother used to, like, who was friends with at the time, who was called, like, uh, who was called Blazovich, but it wasn't spelt like this. I don't know if he said it like that or said it like this, but I kind of, like, like the idea of, like, it was, like, B-L-A-Z-E-V-I-C. It was spelt a bit differently, so I don't know how you said it. It's just I saw it and I thought, oh, that could be altered to something I quite like. And that's how... It's came about, and I've used it ever since. So, someone your brother was playing with in the MMO game? Yes, that is correct. Okay, you copied their name. Well... You stole it. I didn't steal it, I stole half of it. Alright, you stole most of it. Yeah. We'll say 80% 80, 80 of it was stolen. Yeah, but 100% right. is me. 100% of it is you. You've, it's now yours. Yeah. You've commandeered it. Alright, that seems fair. That seems fair. Uh, So you, I would say, pretty notably are a commander right but you're also a grand champ which kind of seems rare for one of the a really high level player to also be a commander yeah. right so how do you think that has affected you as like being a commander and stuff being an also a really high level player well to be honest this allowed me to bring in quite a few more elite players like if you like division 7 has like 25 elites or something we have the most elite players out of any division uh, this has helped quite a bit with that. It's kind of helped me. Well, it's helped with retention of elite players because I can like play with most. Well, I can play with all of them, but it's like I can. I've made rosters with people in here who are also near my skill level and able to bring in a few more grand champ players. So with that, having a few grand champ players will attract more grand champ players, and it kind of just keeps stacking upon. And we've now got quite a few in. You know, when you're the high level player, it's easier to recruit others than like me down exactly. in diamond. Yeah, trying to recruit a GC. All right, that makes sense. So it's been overall helpful? It say. has, yeah. It's been like it's been fairly difficult at the start trying to concentrate on um Rocket League and DI, like like as a commander, not just being a DI. Like the whole of season seven I don't think I even got placed. So it's like, because I got in season six, I uh, hit Grand Champ, but I didn't get the rewards. I got five out of the twelve wins that were needed for the rewards at the time. And I kind of got annoyed with that. That was just before I joined DI, and I joined DI, played a bit until the end of Season 6, and then I became Commander, and Season 7 came about, and I didn't really play much, I was just kind of like, sorting out Division things, 
reviving Division 7 back up from like low 40s. Right. So it, it is rougher because you have to focus a little bit less. Yeah, on but, the Rocket like, League. Yeah, but over the, like, as the Division's getting stable and such, like over the last few weeks, I've been like playing a bit more as per shown. Commander's job is only really difficult if their Division is in trouble and then they've got to step it up. That's Things are it. going well. It's a little easier. Do, 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 do. I know, I feel like I started the last podcast with a quiz, so I'm not going to start this with a quiz, but I do have some hypothetical questions okay. to kind of gauge what you would do in certain situations, all right? Go for it. All right, so quest, question one, all right? You're, say, like at the park, all right? Maybe you're younger because you're probably too old to do this, and you're flying a kite, right? You know what that is? Yeah, I know what flying a kite is. Yeah, like with the string, all right? And this person walks up. And they're, like, roughly the same size and, like, stature as you. And they walk up and they cut the string that you're using to fly the kite, all right? And so your kite then, like, floats away and you've lost it. Now, what would you do here as a reaction? Um, well, there's 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 two reactions. There's one for what you could do, but there's one that I'd probably do. Okay, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> flying kite. <laughs> uh, so essentially, uh, a big part of my life now, probably six, five or six years, I've been doing like fighting as like a hobby, etc. I've been training like in different things, but some martial arts and others like kickboxing and MMA. So I'd probably fight him, um, mm-hmm. beat him at that. But, um, <laughs> I don't know, that would probably be the extreme reaction. Other reactions, really. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, keep hold on to the string and become as high as a kite. I don't know. You tell me. Um, so, do you think that if that actually were to happen to you, would you go straight to fighting? Well, not. <laughs> well, it, it depends, really. It depends who's there, who isn't there, and things like that. Like yeah. the police or or the cops, as you say. Um, I wouldn't. You wouldn't, obviously. You would just like. I don't know. You wouldn't no. fight him in front of the police. No. Right. Or in front of anyone, just uh, unless it was a uh, few people. But it, well, it's like a it. decently open park, but there's like nothing, no one notably around. Yeah, so. probably. You would fight him. Yeah, why not? All right. Well, keep in mind he does have a pair of like scissors in his hands. Even so, he's busy cutting the string. Just give him an uppercut, and he's gone. All right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was wondering if you would if you would go to fighting or like see what's going on. What if what if it looked like he was very apologetic as he did it? Yeah, but as we're at the park, he's got scissors, I've got rock, so I win. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> so you're going straight for the uppercut on the guy who uh cuts the string of your kite. Alright, yeah. question hypothetical situation number two, alright? You guys have an Uber, right? You know what Uber is? Yeah, we know what Uber is. Uber <laughs> when London EU. doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> All right, so you're getting into an Uber, right? That's a regretful situation already. And, and you're doing that thing where you're like, "All right, is that my Uber driver? Is that what he looks like? Is that the car?" And then you're like, "Yep." And then you get in, and you're like carrying a bag or whatever. You're kind of shuffling it in, getting organized. And then like as, right as you close the door and you're kind of getting your bearings of like around the car, you notice that the Uber driver is wearing uh, no pants. Just underwear, normal underwear, but a normal shirt. What is your reaction to this? And it's your Uber driver, you know, but they just happen to not be wearing pants. Well, is it a female Uber driver? Uh, let's say it's a male. Wait, does it change depending on if it's male or female? <laughs> All right, go first on what you would do if it was male. <laughs> <laughs> you said when you said hypothetical, this is god, this is cross the line. I don't know. What would you do? Well, it's not like they're not like doing anything bad. They just like, like they're just kind of being normal. <laughs> what they is just aren't fa- wearing any pants. Yeah, but what is this fake taxi? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing bad is happening. <laughs> like, they're just chilling. Normal Uber driver. They're like, hey, I'm your Uber driver. And then you get in, you're like, wait, they don't have pants on. Um, probably wouldn't say that enough for a while because I wouldn't want to make it awkward from the start. But, but you would was... stay, you would stay in the car. Like, they haven't started driving yet. Well, yeah, I was staying in the car. I mean, why not? If you, if you didn't, you'd be like, it would just make it really awkward. Like you're just like backing out of that. Like if they haven't done anything, then it's not. It doesn't make it that uncomfortable. Like the thing is, like 
it depends what happens next, obviously. Like, if you pointed it out, obviously the whole tone of the trip changes, which is why you do it at the end. Right. Um, so you would, you would, like, act normal, act natural, and then, like, as you're getting out, you're like, why aren't you wearing pants, dude, before you leave, right? Well, that's if they don't say, that's if they don't say, why are you sweating? If they don't say, what if they're, what if they're just, like, normal Uber driver, but they're trying to make conversation with you? Um, would you, would you just go, go act normally? Would you have a conversation? Would you, what would you do? Uh, I would have to, wouldn't I? Like, if you just, like, ignored them because... <laughs> <laughs> but you would stay in the car? You wouldn't, like, bail out immediately? You'd be like, nope, nope, nope. Well, it depends if, uh, how old they are and how old I am at this time. That's <laughs> like, true. If I, if I was 15, then yeah, yeah, I would leave. Yeah. What if it was, actually, I, let's not go female. That seems like it's more weird, I guess. Um, so you would kind of, if it seems like everything's normal, everything's standard, the guy is normal, he's not trying to do anything weird, you just go with it? Um, yeah. All right. I think I would ask about it immediately. I would be like, I would be like, I would like open the door, ready to get out fast if I need to. And then I'm like, yo, man, what's going on, right? And then if he's like, oh, funny story, like, I lost my pants or something, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, all right, man, it seems normal. I don't know. That's not to make it awkward. I mean, I bet he's already uncomfortable as it is without me being uncomfortable. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about the awkwardness. I can deal with that. Who cares about this Uber driver? I'd make sure he had a good reason, right? Maybe he's just like, I just normally don't wear pants. I'd be like, all right, this guy's a weirdo. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Or hypothetical number three. All right, you are offered one million dollars to get like shot with uh, like a gun through like straight through your kneecap, so it like shatters. But for a million dollars. Well, I mean, the repair costs in American healthcare is probably like two million, so that would have to be a no. You would say no. Well, um, depends, depends well someone shot you. What if? Hmm. Depends on getting this treatment. If, I, I mean, if it's in England, it'll be free treatment, right. so I'm fine with that. Let's say that the treatment is... You don't have to worry about it, right? The, you just get a million dollars just for you, right? You don't have to worry about medical bills or whatever. Probably yeah, not. We'll it seems that. like a cheap way to get money, to be honest. Like, there's people working their asses off to, to barely survive, and you get the option to just get shot, and then you get money. Like, it just seems like a bit of a scam. Wait, so you wouldn't do it... No, no, no. It's, like, totally legit. It's a hypothetical situation. Well, yeah, obviously, it's legit, but, I mean, like... It's in comparison to everyone else who's actually trying and earns their way up to get that amount of money, and you just get it for free. It seems with a bit of pain. It seems a bit, I don't know, putting pity on everyone else. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to walk, right? Or you would have to get like that leg wouldn't work if it went through your kneecap. I'm thinking. Well, obviously, but with that million dollars, I could buy Stephen Hawking's wheelchair, and then I'll be fine, wouldn't I? Yeah, but do you really want to be in a wheelchair? No, not at all. Like, would you take a million dollars to have your legs not work? No, not at all. No, because walking's pretty valuable. I would I mean, say, especially when you're younger, right? I, like, especially with fighting and things, like you can't really fight about any legs unless you're going on robot wars. Like, if you get robot legs with your million dollars, then you'll be better at fighting. <laughs> like, no one, no one's gonna like punch you in the leg or grab your leg or something. You got robot. I mean, the guy with the scissors might come back for round two. <laughs> so you would say no. I would say no. What if it was ten million? Would raising is there a price where it would become worth it in your mind? I'd rather have my legs, to be honest. Like I feel like at the point of a million dollars, or a, not a million, a billion dollars, right? A billion dollars is so much money. I think it might be worth it. Well, if it with a billion dollars, you can get your leg fixed. So. Yeah, you would have to get some some kind of something to get it working again. A billion dollars is just I'll get an Frankenstein. I'll have to revive him so he can actually like, come and save me. <laughs> yeah, a million dollars really isn't like that much money when you think about like living off of that. You can't live off a million dollars unless you're very kind of careful or invest it well or something. You know what I mean? Considering most of the population is on twenty k a year, that is quite a lot of money. Yeah, but if you have to buy a house well. and then live off food. Like, you're going to have to eventually get a job. Depends where you're buying your house. Like, if you buy it, like, Europe, that isn't England, it will be, like, 75 grand for a house, so it's not even that much. I mean, a million dollars is a lot of money, but it's not, like, it's not, like, so much money that you can spend on whatever you want, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can buy whatever. A billion dollars is, you can buy it whatever you want at that point. 
You know, it's even with a million dollars, like the fact you had your leg shot in, you'd get so much money and benefits, it's unbelievable. From having your leg shot? Yeah, you'd get so much benefits for it from the government. Like, so if someone offered you this deal, you'd be like, yes, and then sue them? <laughs> and then sue them for more money? Be like, alright, give me the million dollars, and now I'm gonna sue you. <laughs> use, the, use the money for the lawsuit. That's a good plan. Eventually. Question number four. You have the option, because it's a hypothetical situation, so it's basically magic, of growing a perfectly working third arm on, like, wherever on the body you want. It doesn't have to be, like, near your other arms. Wherever. Would you? No, because, like, again, you'll, you'll just be, like, dehumanized by everyone. Like, and um, you'd get called a weeaboo for the rest of your life, so... Uh, <laughs> But you would probably, you would be able to, like, you'd go on, like, national TV and be like, look, I got a third arm, I'm super famous. You'd probably become, like, a celebrity. Yeah, you'd probably end up on a lot of other video stations, but it's not something I'd want. Yeah, that's not something I would want. Like, third arm, how, if you just normally had a third arm, just for doing, like, everyday stuff, how much would that really be helping you, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I could become Jazer in Rocket League, so. You could, you could have extra control just press multiple buttons at once you would never have to claw on your controller what what could happen is i could play rocket league and and dm people without putting the controller down it'd be brilliant (laughs) oh yeah you could type you could type a message now without having to stop playing you could trash talk and score simultaneously exactly you can you can like you can type out what a save and just use your d-pad for other things that's great I think for that reason alone, it's worth it, just to trash talk people more efficiently in Rocket League. Where would it go, though, in your t-shirt? I know, you would have to choose a spot, right? Like... (laughs) I'd play on my feet up so I could have it coming up my foot. Out of your foot? Oh, that would be terrible. Then one foot would weigh more than the other when you're walking around? I mean, they could confirm Bigfoot was alive, so... Still worth it. If it was, like, coming out of your head. Then you could, like... Then you can do pull-ups really easily, right? You have three arms instead of... <laughs> but I don't think that's how, how it works. <laughs> yeah, you got three arms doing the work instead of two, right? Yeah, true. Each arm has to do less work. You could have two arms just doing everyday stuff, but and the it... third arm is, like, working out constantly. Then again, you so weigh it's... more. Yeah, you would weigh more. I think, well, your arm can lift more than your arm when doing a pull-up, right? So it would help. <laughs> hmm. It's interesting. I don't know. Maybe it would be worth it just to be, like, super famous. Because you could make money just off of being, like, a celebrity at that point. But you're, like, famous for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think being famous is that good and all, because I wouldn't want to be, like, walking down the street, get recognized, never have privacy, stuff like that. That doesn't seem very good, but you'd never be able to hide your third arm. Like, pointless fame. Just a bit like the Kardashians. Well, the Kardashians, like, they're able to just get really rich off of just, like, fame alone, right? Yeah. Because being rich is helpful in, like, life, because it makes stuff easier. Yeah, but being, having the same as the rest of the species is more important, in my opinion. You you could become the most famous person in the world, though, right? Because someone, if you don't know who some famous person is, you can't recognize them, right? But everyone knows that the guy with the three arms... That's the famous guy. But you don't right. rem- remember his name, though. Like, yeah, you would just be like, it's the three-armed guy. Dude, that guy's amazing. Yeah. Like, you, have, you, have, they have, you haven't got a reason for them to remember your name, which <laughs> is what I would miss. I don't know. Like, going to school with three arms? <laughs> that help? No. You'd be able to, like, I don't know. I'm thinking of uses. Picking up chicks with three arms. Yeah, you... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that would be a major a plus side. You'd be like, I have three arms. Think of how much better I can do everything than every other guy. <laughs> Interesting. It's I would actually I think if I was offered this, I would have to think about it for a long time. And and Just, you could count you could count to fifteen with your fingers as well. Oh yeah, you could count to fifteen. So if you're like a little kid and yeah. you can only count on your fingers, now you can count thirty three percent higher than the other or whatever math. Fifty percent higher, sure. <laughs> However math works. You said that you were interested in, like, Rome and stuff, right? Yeah, Roman history. So I was, uh, I had watched, like, a video on, like, the Roman Colosseums. Oh, okay. 
and how they would like oh gosh there's like some official names and stuff but they would get a bunch of animals and then release them like elephants just all kinds of animals bears whatever and they would release them then they would just kill them all yes and sometimes the animals would kill the people and sometimes they would have uh like prisoners they would just like kill them they would like release a bear and the bear would kill them in the stadium so yeah they would well a lot of the animals and such were imported from from various different countries around the world like for instance uh when the coliseum was just like sand and all that there wasn't it wasn't a water-based one which i can figure out in a bit they um they, they transported lions and tigers uh, were the main sort of attractions from places like India and all that where they conquered. And they would bring them in to slaughter them all with other gladiators, etc. Like in the actual Colosseum, they had like various trapdoors ran by like slaves underneath and they'd bring them up uh, ready to fight. That's kind of how that worked. But um, I can't remember what emperor this was under. Uh, it was around like AD one two five though, but what they would do is they'd fill the Colosseum up with water, and they'd have like boat battles and such. But they also used to import crocodiles from like uh, saltwater crocodiles and things into the Colosseum to like change things up a bit. So I was thinking, if they're killing like they're killing like thousands of animals, like it's pretty absurd, and they're just doing it for entertainment. Would you go see that if you were living in Roman times? You'd be like, I oh, I want to go see some animals get slaughtered, or would you be like? Nah, that's not cool. They shouldn't kill the animals. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, like, the social social justification of everything changes upon time. That's how life works. Yeah, how... like, they had slaves back then. Like, they had, Romans had slaves, and they, you know, they had other terrible stuff that was pr- more terrible than killing animals. Yeah, they had, they had plenty going on. You'd have hitmen going after people, like, important, like, senators and things like that. So it was, like, there's plenty worse that was going on at the time. As well as like forcing people to join the military, I'm sure that wasn't pleasant as it seemed, considering how much training you had to do to actually become fit for the army and all that. I think it was like you had to spend, oh, I can't remember, I think it was like 14 days out in the wild by yourself with like 30 kilograms of gear to prove that you're worthy of the military. Yikes. It was rough back then. Yeah, it's like. Like like I said, the social justification thing changes as time goes on, and way of life gets easier because of like human brain developing. Because now we just have AI doing a lot of harder work in terms of brain power. But you still obviously still have people like in third world countries and that who are living through the same sort of thing, and obviously there's still killing arenas back in down in the countries down the east and all that, and some places in Asia as well. It's just they haven't developed as much as us, and they're like keeping the old ways of life. But they're not slaughtering all the animals, right? Uh, well, that was like, just that was like just a Roman thing, right? Didn't, does anyone else do that? Uh, the the Greeks, the Az, the Aztecs used to for like sacrificing. Same with like the uh, the Aztecs would do human sacrifice. Human sacrifice as well as animals. Same with like Nordic countries and the pagans. They did animals. And human sacrifices as well to like the gods and all that. I, I don't know. I don't know how they came about believing in gods in the first place in terms of like the pagan countries and all that. But the, a... the Aztecs thought that if they didn't like sacrifice humans and take their hearts, because they thought the sun god, the guy who like brought the sun, like ate the hearts or whatever, and they thought if they didn't do that, the sun just wouldn't come up and they would all die. Yeah, but it's like, how do those thoughts come about apart from majority manipulation? That's just how it's all based off. That's what I'm worth. Well, if you don't have if you don't have the ability to figure something out, like, hey, we know the sun, we're in a solar system, the Earth's rotating around it, whatever, you just gotta come up with reasoning for stuff, right? Like, why is this giant ball of fire like rising in the sky? You know, you gotta come up with an explanation for that. Say, so just think of something logical. I don't know. I guess that's not logical, but it seems kind of normal to expect something like that. You know, something's yeah, bringing reasonable. it up. I don't know. The part where you have to, like, kill people and then get their hearts to make sure it comes up. Kind of weird that that comes around, but... Yeah, it's just, like, just indoctrinating information into people's heads just to manipulate crowds and the majority. That's just basically religion in itself, to be honest. But, but we'll, we'll keep off that. And I, yeah, it's probably confirmation. 
right? Like if it's nighttime and they're like, all right, let's bring the sun back. We have to kill someone. And then like, all right, we killed them. And then it became daytime. So that must mean it's working, you know? Yeah. It's just like. But they never thought about if they stopped, would the sun still come up, which it would. Just scarce evidence as such. That's life and people being in charge. They can just do what. They could just convince people, whatever. Uh, back to the the Roman Colosseums. They would they had like an arrow specifically designed to decapitate ostriches. A king designed it himself because he loved uh, shooting the heads off of ostriches with arrows. So, uh, um, would you go see that? Like the Roman Colosseum, be like, oh, they're gonna go kill some animals, maybe some some peasants or some some prisoners get killed. Also, would well, you be like, I'm gonna go see that? Nowadays. Nowadays, would you? Well, personally, I really like animals, so the chances are very slim of me going to that, unless they paid me. But it's just like, again, social justification and social movement has changed beyond that, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, if you're in the times, right? If you're in the times and you grow up and that's the norm, then you're going to be used to it. Yeah, obviously, because if you didn't do stuff like that, you wouldn't be seen as worthy child to, like, your father, things like that. It's all just, like, pressure peer pressure among people to go and and see some of these extreme things. Yeah. Not everyone in Rome went to the Colosseums. They were like the plays that they had and stuff and like the Circus Maximus whatever where it was just like normal menageries like showing off animals. Apparently those were more popular than just like the mass slaughters of them but they still they still did the Colosseum killing and stuff. It's, It's not for crowd entertainment. It's more for entertainment of the Emperor. That was the reason that was popular and obviously a lot of the people want to go see the emperor so it's like they have yeah. all the free entrances and all they like i when i went to rome in the Colosseum, they have like ingrained on like a lot of the marble slabs like all the name the names of the senator who's like reserved seat sort of thing mm-hmm. it's kind of like people went there for status more than anything right anything else on that Roman Colosseums. Oh yeah, they didn't kill. They didn't kill elephants. They liked the elephants for some reason because everyone in Rome thought elephants were like smart, and they were one time like killing an elephant. It was like, it was like begging the crowd to like save it and like crying, and so they stopped killing elephants. Well, so, like elephants. Redemption of the in elephants. The, in the Hannibal conquest, elephants were used, and it gave the Romans a bit of trouble. So it kind of increases the social view on that animal if it can like if it gives the millet the roman army that's the best that the world's ever seen trouble it obviously is a special animal in their eyes right i mean if you've never seen an elephant before it's like oh yeah it's massive isn't it? yeah it's a little bit overwhelming if you're a soldier like i wouldn't want to go up against that <laughs> elephants are really interesting when you think about it like they have like horns or like the horns on their of tusks or whatever, but they also have like a long snout they use for drinking, and they also have a mouth. It's like, how did that animal come to be? You know what I mean? How did it get like that? Uh, well, we've got Darwin says it all. How did how did the tusks? How did the mouth? Its nose uh, is extended so far, and it drinks. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, like the animal is massive, so it needs an easy way of drinking. Um, so therefore. It's got to reach it, down. It, right? it can't reach down for its mouth, um, so that's why that was the trunk was developed uh, as of Darwin's theory of evolution. If it didn't do that, it would die because it wouldn't have anything to drink. Obviously, the mouth is eating like leaves and things off of higher trees, just like giraffes. Right. Elephants yeah. are basically giraffes that decided to like have a bendy neck basically. and become thicker. That's basically what they are, right? Like, it was a fat giraffe that decided to, like, get a really flexible neck and then move its mouth below. (laughs) I don't know. Um, That's that's basically elephants. Potentially. (laughs) I guess that's it for Rome. Is there anything else about Rome you want to talk about? I'm not, like, super knowledgeable, but what else do you find interesting in Rome? Okay, right, so, um, military battles and things like the invasion of England. Obviously, that happened in... I can't remember the year, but sometime BC. Oh, did the Romans, they had hoplites as their, like, infantry? Oh, hoplites. Hoplites, hoplites, sure. Hoplites, that's it. Um, 
<laughs> big up to Rome Total War. So, the Roman army used various different things. Obviously, as the years went on, it became more and more advanced. It obviously started off with, well, they've got, it started off with really basic, like you say, hoplites, and then there's javelins and slingers. Slingers, they throw stones. Um, as that, like, a arranged course of attack. Um, but then, as the years progress, um, as they get more and more powerful, they can afford better and better equipment. So then you've got legionaries. So legionaries was just like the standard soldier, like nearer, well, as they became more and more advanced. And they were a perfect sort of soldier. Right? Like, could carry loads for ages, fight pretty much anything. Apart from the Scottish, they couldn't deal with like the big barbarians. That's why they never got past. That's why they had to end up building Hadrian's Wall in 125 AD, because the barbarians were just they're, they're just too big, too ferocious for them to deal with. Right, and they're not all in one city, so it's like you can't go conquer one thing. They're kind of like barbarian yeah. camps everywhere like, or something. Like, this is like sort of 2,000 years ago, so like the it was obviously very rural. It was very rarely big cities. There was, and if they were like under Roman control, they'd be enclosed, like all modernized. But if you get to all the tribes, people, and all that, they would build their places around water sources and sort of forest, forest areas and things, because that was like what they were sacred to, big trees and things like that. So obviously they knew those forests well, so the Romans couldn't really attack because they could just be ambushed at any point. And when you've got like seven foot tall people who are obviously massive and really strong who can just surround you, you're going to be really scared, which is why they ended up building Hadrian's Wall. But yeah, we'll send it there. Alright, so Blazervich is a wealth of knowledge on the, the Roman Empire, guys. So if you're in uh, world history class, just go to him. He's got all the info. Uh, I don't know much about Rome. I can't have like a discussion with you about anything because I don't know too much. I just thought the Colosseum stuff was pretty interesting. How they would just kill animals and sometimes people. Someone got executed by an eagle one time. I mean, <laughs> the eagle has landed, I guess. Yeah. Du, 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 du. Let's switch this to a full 180 and talk about the new Call of Duty game coming out. Oh god, I can sit here for hours about this. What's that called? I don't, I don't even know. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. It's Black Ops 4, right, right, right. What are your expectations for this game? Call of Duty Black Ops 1. Probably my favourite COD game. Uh, in terms of zombies, campaign, multiplayer was decent. Black Ops 2, multiplayer was probably the best multiplayer Call of Duty's ever seen. Uh, I would agree. was alright. Zombies was decent. Black Ops 3, the multiplayer. Although it's unpopular. Because of like the modernised booster jumping and all that, um, it was kind of fun at times. There's a lot of customization, which kind of got people to play despite the gameplay. Mitch, it was alright. Campaign didn't didn't even finish the first mission. Kind of terrible. Zombies though, that zombies on that game was really good, especially when they brought back all the old maps in the Zombies Chronicles. You know the tones. It's pretty much everyone's favourite map. It's gonna be. Um, but then we've got Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and we've got Activision's Greed. That's what's going to ruin this game. Like, so if you look at what Battlefield 5's doing, you've got three map packs, you've got three content for keeping to play, keep playing the game, but then you've got Black Ops 4 on the other hand, you've got Activision forcing to buy map packs separately instead of a season pass. Uh, they've just... Well, I can't kind of remember this bit, but instead of a season pass, they've just increased the price of the stat, like the limited edition, what edition gives you all the maps, which is kind of what a season pass is, so it just makes no sense. Yeah, all these other games are just releasing free DLC. Then you've got Black Ops 4, which is going to be kept behind because Activision's greedy for having paid DLC still. Um, you're going to have supply drops uh, with weapons in it, which forces people to pay to get an advantage potentially depending on how good the weapons are is usually not too bad and could have an effect 
Like if you look at Black Ops Three, you had the oh, what's it called? Like the pistols that one shot people. The black the black market weapons, I think. Yeah, there's a black market pistol on Black Ops Three. And yeah, there were some just, good black market weapons. Yeah, it used to just go and one shot people at like five meters. So it's like ridiculous. So like if they're gonna have overpowered guns, and it just makes it pay to play. Not having free map packs has already lost a lot of the fan base. Uh, no campaigns also annoyed a lot of people as well because there's no campaign. Yeah, there's no campaign in this new Call of Duty game. Uh, instead, they're replacing it with a battle royale mode. Really? Yes. Which I think could be good, could be bad. Like eventually, all these games bringing up battle royales is just gonna kill the game genre. Hmm. I mean, if it's Call of Duty, you will die really fast, right? Yeah, and they like they bring out a new game every year. Uh, right. So they need to change things up. But they're changing the wrong things. They need to change the business side of things in terms of supply drops and map packs, and then they might be able to get their fan base back. Right. Like, for instance, Battlefield 5 is gaining a lot of. Like, Battlefield 1, obviously, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare won the Battlefield 1 battle. Because Call of Duty is a franchise that's well known. Oh, it's fairly popular, but it's just declining. It's declined ever since Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare 3. Well, Modern Warfare 3 was its peak in game sales, but it's ever right. it's fallen since well, Black Ops 2, Call of Duty Ghosts, not many people liked it. Yeah, I thought Advanced, Ghosts was terrible. Advanced Warfare, nobody liked it. I liked Advanced Warfare. <laughs> uh, that was one of my favourites, actually. Alright guys, that's the podcast ending here, Ross likes <laughs> Infinite Warfare. Let me guess, the guns like in Advanced Warfare. Warfare. No, I didn't like Infinite. I, the guns in Advanced Warfare, you could like play the game and then you would get like the unique guns that had like unique bonuses and so you could get like a pistol that had like a sniper scope on it if you like lucked into it and it had, they had names i think i got to level 17 on that game i thought that was interesting because you could grind it out and get good guns well, that were like, like unique back in those days i used to be one of like the trick shotters so like, <laughs> um i didn't like advanced warfare at all for that i just kept going back to black ops 2 for like three years yeah, Black uh, Ops 2 was the best, also, in my opinion. Multiplayer. Yeah, in terms of multiplayer, potentially. I like Black Ops 1 as well, though. Because of the zombies and the campaign. Like, you can't beat the Black Ops 1 campaign unless it's, like, COD 2. But yeah, Black Ops 4, Activision's ruining it. Feel bad for Treyarch, because Treyarch are a good company. But then you've got Activision just ruining COD, just year by year by year. And it's time for them to change things. If this game does really poorly, do you think that that's it for the Black Ops series? Uh, I think this will be it for the Black Ops series regardless. Regardless. Um, it's just like, the fourth game, very rarely does it go beyond four. Apart from like Gears of War, Gears of War's getting a fifth game. I quite like that game. be one of my favourites, like back in the campaigns of the old ones before Epic Games stopped doing it, but, but Call of Duty, yeah. It could potentially be another one, but I think it's the end for Black of the Black Ops series anyway. Like, they keep going into the future, but I feel like they could just, just go back into the past. Like, Call of Duty... Like, I've had an idea, like, the French Resistance during World War II, if you could have a whole campaign based on that. And just have, like, various different outtakes. Like, it's just, it's just a mess at the minute. That's all I'm going to say for that. Do you think there's any chance that this game brings back some of the old feelings of playing like Black Ops 2 and Modern Warfare 3? Um, Do you think there's any chance? Potentially, but like they need to fix all the... Because the main hate... The part of the hate train at the minute is just like... Back to it's not off to a good start. It's yeah, off it's to not, a bad start. It's off to a very bad start. Uh, if you look at the trailer, a lot of dislikes. A lot of just everything. If you look at like some of the reviews off of Drip by Drifter... There's some good there's some good things, there's some bad things, and there's some terrible things. And the terrible things are nearly all coming from Activision's side. Right. Apart from like in the beta, there's been a like a lot of bugs, a lot of really bad score streaks. It's just like it's not helping itself at this point. Like the beta's meant to be successful, but they're not fixing some of like the glitches as the beta goes on. They're waiting till it ends. Yeah, it's bad for it not to see improvement during the beta that can put a bad taste in people's mouths. Did you play Destiny 1 or 2 at all? I uh, I never played Destiny 1. I played about 20 minutes of Destiny 2, had no idea what I was doing, so I stopped. I could talk about Destiny 1 forever, just like you with Call of Duty and Rome and stuff. 
I played that game to death, but oh, I, I won't did. talk about it. I had a few mates who played Destiny 1 and had, like, had a lot of fun with like, boss fights and things and like to get rewards and such. Yeah, needless to say, I'm disappointed in Destiny 2. I thought it was oh, yeah. a flop. I thought it was a flop. I didn't even play the first one. <laughs> I think my expectations were too high, though. I don't feel bad about it. Um, So with that said, on Call of Duty, you would put the expectations for Modern Warfare or Black Ops 4 is low. I want it to be high, but yeah, it's slow at the minute unless they can redeem themselves. And you blame Activision? I blame Activision mostly. Treyarch obviously have a few bug fixes to do, but obviously it's just beta stage at the minute. In your opinion, what is what is your favourite shooter game ever? Favourite shooter game ever? Uh, I mentioned it before, I'll have to say it again. Gears of War 3. Gears of War 3. I don't think I've ever played Gears of War. I don't, I'm not even sure what that is. Google search, but I I've definitely I had to have seen gameplay from it before. It's a third-person shooter, um, not like Fortnite. Don't worry. Uh, so it's a third-person shooter. It's like cover-based. Um, the campaign is really good. Gears War One, Gears War Two, Gears War Three. The campaigns. That's the storyline in that game is just quality. Multiplayer, really good, especially Gears War Three. I think Gears of War Judgment was a bit of a flop, but even so, just Gears of War 3, the memories. I used to play that game like, well, I was like 7 or 8. I used to play that game, but probably more than I do Rocket League, to be honest. I got like max level, max everything. I got like top 100 at some point in one game, though, I can't remember. It was years ago, but that game was so fun. Like, basically, Gears of War has campaign, multiplayer, and there's such a thing as horde mode. So it's kind of like called zombies as such but it's like it's wave based and like you can set up fortifications and defenses and such to sort of fend off hordes of, the, hordes of oh. the locust which is kind of like enemy i like that kind of game i like where you can set up like every round or so yeah and kind of build up a nest egg yeah. i think that's fun here's war 4 there's like a it's like oh, it's like an upgraded horde like the horde mode in gears war 4 i think it's better but the maps are not as good so it kind of makes it worse in my opinion just looking at the pictures here, just gameplay pictures I'm looking at, I want to say, is it, like, it looks like Dark Souls, but if it was a shooter game? Um, is that not even close to what it I is? I haven't played Dark Souls, but I've watched a few bit of it, um, a bit of it, no, a tiny bit about it. But, like, it's, it's, it's kind of real, real life based, but with a bit of fantasy and, like, so... Oh, is it, uh, like, Doom? I read a bit about the lore of Gears of War, like, in terms of... Like the past and how it all came about. A really interesting storyline, and I'll, I'll give it a try if you haven't already. Is it? I'm trying to think of something I could compare it to that'd be similar. In terms of gameplay, or? Yeah, as a gameplay. Uh, well, obviously, it's a third person shooter, so there aren't very many of them, which is why I think it was so successful in some aspects. As well as the good acting, good humor in the storyline, or good acting and voice acting. The characters were well made well performed but in comparison to gameplay there really isn't one hmm. all I right being a third person shooter the only one you can really say is fortnite but obviously there's no building and things like that so so that's that's gears of war try it out guys go go play it if you haven't du, 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 du. you said you were a fighter is there a specific kind of fighting you're doing or is it boxing i don't know the name um, jiu-jitsu um, um, wrestling very amateur at the minute, so um, I do a, I've done an, a type of martial art called like Hapkido, which is a type of uh, self-defense such, but really like half a year ago I started doing um, just mixed martial arts in general, like A1 kickboxing and all that. I just think it's really good to be able to like defend yourself and then I kind of want to take it a bit further in some aspects, or to see how training goes. Yeah, it's good to know how to fight. That comes in handy. Especially if someone comes at you with scissors. Yeah, especially if someone cuts your kite. Yeah. <laughs> Take that guy out. Definitely. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the Logan Paul KSI fight? Uh-huh. So, I, I don't like Logan Paul. I can't imagine you do. Yeah, I don't think anyone really likes him. Um, KSI. I've watched, I used to watch him quite a lot. Not as much as I used to in terms of his old videos. Like, he used to be like, way better than he is now, but he's, I think he's redeeming himself slightly. But, um, 
I, I hope he wins. I think he's going to win because he's just like, he's trained for longer. He's just not special as Logan Paul, let's be honest. Do you think KSI is going to win? I think he is going to win, yeah. Despite him being at disadvantage physically, I still think his training is just going to come through. His trainer's better, like for Dale Riley. He's just, he's just really good. Logan Paul, it's just, it's just Logan Paul. I don't think he's going to take it seriously enough, and he's just going to get dropped, and it's going to be funny, and then we can all like laugh at him. Uh, Logan Paul kind of seems like a jerk from what I've seen, like just kind of rude in public and stuff. Just very hypocritical. He's also. Obviously, that situation happened in January. We recorded a dead person in the Japanese forest. Obviously, all this is just building up. It's just like, people can't bear him anymore. They don't really bear him to start with. Like, unpopular opinion, potentially. I kind of like Jake Paul more than him now. I used to be the other way around, but... Yeah, I used to, like... Uh, I used to think uh, Logan Paul was more normal. But now yes. I don't know. Now they both seem crazy. Oh, I prefer Jake Paul. Um... I don't know KSI very well either, but KSI kind of seems like he's a bit of an idiot also. Mm. Like, they're both kind of entertainment through acting dumb, or acting crazy. Well, Logan, Logan Paul, he's just like... Just I mean, he acts crazy, right? That's what he does, and it's yeah, like, like funny, entertaining to people. He uses all his money for entertainment and such. KSI, he's just very, like, he's just like entertaining as a person, etc. Like, if you see some of his old videos... Like, there's nothing flashy or pissing people off like Logan Paul does to make videos entertaining. Unless it's online people pissing off, then again, I do that as well, so it's... Uh, right. And uh, KSI, is he British also, right? Yeah, KSI is British. Alright, you got some bias. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I think most of America will agree Logan Paul's a prick as well, so is <laughs> Which means penis. Right? Well, you can interpret it as that, but we just use it as a swear word. Yeah, he's a dickhead, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't like Logan Paul too much. I think, honestly, I think Logan Paul's gonna win. Logan Paul's gonna win? Why do you think that? Uh, well, Logan Paul was a wrestler in high school. Yeah, but you can't compare wrestling to boxing. Uh, so he has, like, the footwork and kind of the movement and physical... He at least has some experience in, like, physical yeah, fighting. Did you see KSI's previous fight? Or physical competition? Wait, KSI's fought someone before? Yeah, he fought Joe Weller, who's another see? British person. KSI was the underdog in that, and he won. I don't know these things. So basically, that's why he's got the YouTube belt, because he won the previous fight. <sighs> There's a YouTube belt? See, I'm not invested in this enough to know this much stuff. All I know, Logan looks bigger than KSI, or is bigger, right, as a person. Yeah. Bigger than KSI. Which might... As well. But, yeah. yeah. I think Logan Paul is, like, he's so full of himself, he's gonna, like, try super hard because he's really, really scared he's gonna lose and ruin his entire reputation. Like, I feel like KSI is gonna kind of chill about it, but Logan Paul knows that if he loses, like, his reputation is just destroyed. So I feel like he's actually gonna try his, like, work really hard. But then again, that puts more pressure on him and the mental game. Currently, KSI is winning the mental game. If you saw the last press conference, I don't know if you did. Right, where but, Logan Paul walked out? Yeah, the one where he walked out, but even after that, there was the face-to-face. Uh, Logan Paul, like, KSI had, like, a really, like, arrogant sort of, um, he is a god frame, and Logan Paul kept trying to change his frame to try and suit his, suit KSI's, which just make him lose the mental game, it makes him look a bit dorky, to be honest. It's kind of like, he's just trying to be KSI. It's just not working. He's just trying to overreact to everything to try and t- take the seriousness out of it, but he's just not doing it right. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I've seen Logan Paul, like, I don't know. It seems like KSI is not that, like, ripped compared to Logan Paul. Debatable. Like, oh, KSI's cardio is going to be better. He's been doing cardio a lot longer in terms of training. KSI's trainer, both in nutrition, I think. And also fighting, it's much better than Logan Paul's. Logan well, I thought Paul's Logan Paul had like a world-class trainer, didn't he? Uh, I haven't looked too much into that. I know he's like does a bit of training at Mayweather's gym, but I mean like... Um, yeah, he has Mayweather's trainer. If you see KSI's trainer, he is, uh, he is a really good and 
Pezzo himself said he's probably going to be a future world champion. So we'll have to wait and see. Like he's only, the guy is only 22, I think. Pezzo's trainer, and that good already. So time will tell. Obviously, the flight's in four days for me now. Well, just over five, just over four days. So we'll we'll see. I'm going to be watching it. Well, I hope I hope Logan loses because I think that will be very funny if he loses. Start recording him like on the canvas, <laughs> like the, the, the thing in January. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. I can't make like definitive statements on my opinion because I'm not very invested and uh, knowledgeable. But just from like looking at people and guessing, I feel like Logan's gonna win. I feel like secretly Logan is like. Maybe so worried he's gonna super train a bunch, and I don't know how important like being mentally prepared is. I know obviously it matters a little bit, but okay. So in the first fight, KSI vs Joe Weller. Okay, so Joe Weller was the favorite for that fight. KSI was winning the mental game. Go onto the fight when they walk out. KSI was super confident. Joe Weller was really like creased up and really like trying to block everyone out. And he just wasn't doing it successfully, he wasn't taking in the crowd or anything. And he just like forgot how to fight during it and it's just ruined him. So the mental game is fifty percent of the fight in my opinion. It's so but weird that they're doing that. Win. I don't know. It's so weird that they're fighting, is it not? I mean last year they had diss tracks, this year it's just fighting. <laughs> yeah, why are they fighting? Why why are you gotta go fight? Just chill out. I don't know. I, it's worth it though. A lot of popularity. Yeah, a lot of money from this, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, like, even I'm interested, I care zero about either of these people, and I'm like, oh, I hope, I can't wait to see who loses, because it'll be embarrassing. Du, 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 du. Moving on to, this is this is kind of a funny topic, I don't know, I was just trying to think of other stuff we could talk about, but uh, what is your opinion on, like, roller coasters? Like, do you, you know, crazy roller coasters that are, like, straight down loops, or do you like that kind of thing, or are you one of those people that doesn't? Uh, I, I like that kind of thing, like. It's just, I'm not going to cry if I don't go on it, but I mean, it's it's, it's fairly fun at the end of the day. Like, like those the same. death drop and all that that goes like straight down and you're into that? Oh yeah, I like that. Like, there's one, when one near I am, it's like a 120 foot drop, just like straight down. Like, it's not a roller coaster, but it's just a ride where you just drop 120 foot down. I, I think it's quite good. I like that kind of thing. I like loops and stuff on roller coasters, but for some, when it's going straight down, it kind of gives me like a bad feeling in my stomach, like like you can like feel the insides kind of like floating up while you're going down, uh, or something. I don't really like that. I prefer going straight down than like going upside down and all that. Would you be a roller coaster tester? So like you know, there's people whose jobs if the roller coaster's not working or if it's new, or if they want to see what's wrong or make sure it's working properly, you get on it and you're by yourself and you like make sure everything uh, is working fine during the ride. Would you want to do that? That's a job. Depends what the risk factor is. Well, obviously it's not like the roller coaster is obviously broken or smoking, right? But if it stops because something might be wrong, and they're like, alright, we're going to just test it just to make sure, yeah, and you're like, the guy that has to be on it. But look what happened in, like, Alton Towers in England, I don't know if you heard, but the famous ride, the Smiler, one of the carriages was left on the roller coaster when they sent another one, and they crashed into the back of it, and a few people, like, lost limbs and stuff from it. Well, I mean, they did get a million from compensation for not using their legs. It's like that other question you asked me. Oh, yeah. It's a million dollars to lose your legs. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Yikes. So, you don't like the loops, you said. You prefer the straight down. I feel like that's most people. Yeah, I, I don't bother to either, though. It doesn't bother yeah. me, but I prefer the straight downs. Being a tester person, like, say that's your job. How much money would be a reasonable You make a reasonable amount of money. Would you want to do that job? And the risk um, factor is not obviously huge. Uh, well, I mean, you don't really need testers. You could just use dummies to see if they're safe at the end of it, to see if they're damaged. You'd use test dummies instead of. Well, people. I think it's a real job, right? Roller coaster tester. Well, potentially, I'll have a look. Do they make thirty thousand to forty thousand a year? Um, okay, it's like a above average job. I think I don't know what the average average salary or wages in. A year in America, you know, like forty. Average forty. Would be average forty k. Forty. Very much. Is that too much? Yeah. Dude, I'm seventeen. I don't know how much people get paid. 
<laughs> like, I, people make millions of dollars, right? So that'd bring the average up? I don't know. It says that they don't test something that's dangerous, but if it isn't brand new, just to test it, like, for the first people riding it, you right. would be one of them. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a bad job, to be honest. It's like an activation and get greedy. If you're an engineer on the design team, you might have to test it first. I don't know. Uh, That's what this says? I don't know. This website might be incredible. I don't know. I wouldn't want to do that, dude. I don't know. I'm worried about things that, like, have, like, that slight chance of killing you, like, on an airplane or something. Like, even though statistically airplanes are super safe, it's still stressful to me. Statistically, airplanes are more, less, much safer in terms of deaths than cars. Yeah, way safer. Cars are, like, a death trap compared to airplanes. But I'm still, it, cars are an everyday thing, and an airplane is like, you know, it's more stressful. Even though statistically you're safer. It's just things like that, weird, like snakes. Like, I don't want to be around a snake, it might be poisonous, you never know. Yet your division's logo is a snake? It's a dragon. Oh, okay. It's a Chinese dragon? I don't know. Yeah. That's what I think, like the Chinese serpent dragons? That's what I imagine. It has wings. It's like a weird looking dragon. If my if my division Lego was a snake, I'd be scared every time I saw myself. <laughs> that would be terrible. Um, do you have like old wooden roller coasters that are really bumpy? Oh, there's one on the coast where I live. There's one really, it's really old and it creaks and stuff when you go over it, and it's like really bumpy. It's like oh, those are the worst. Safe. <laughs> yeah, I hate those. Those are they're not even fun. They're so bumpy. Really? Terrible. There's, um, a, there's, a bit, there's a bit on it where you nearly hit your head. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like six foot and I nearly hit my head on it. It's like. There's a. Uh, there's some roller coasters that are like in the dark, like pitch black on the inside. Oh, yeah. Inside a building and they kind of go everywhere. If you ever look at those with like the lights on, it's like the tracks are chaos everywhere. And it's like amazing that you don't get hit. If the lights were on, you would actually be worried about hitting your head and stuff. That's true, yeah. Well, have you ever been to a haunted house? A haunted house. Like an actual, yeah. one of the real scary ones? I haven't because there's like a strict age for it around here in the UK, like 16 plus. But I've never been to one. There's one around here that's like dulled down a bit. That's like, I don't know what age it is, but I've not been to one myself, no. Would you, do you, do you like watching horror movies or going to haunted houses? Is that something that you would want to do? Yeah, why not? Like you like being, like people at horror movies getting scared, like that's enjoyment to them? Yeah, like, jump scares, awesome. no one likes jump scares, but I mean, I can take them. Alright. I've been exposed to stuff like that since I was, like, really young, so I don't really care anymore. That's the, the thing with me, with, like, horror movies, is I actually don't like the jump scares, I don't like the scary stuff, I just wanna, like, know what's going on with, like, why is there a monster? Like, what's going on with the plot? That's the only reason I'm interested in them. <laughs> like, I'm legitimately interested in the plot. Have you ever seen The Woman in Black with Daniel Radcliffe? Uh, I have not. That is one of the scariest films I've watched. You might want to give it a shot. I'm not a big horror movie watcher, because the feeling of scared or anything, that's not something that I find desirable. <laughs> that proper scared me, that film. Yeah, I feel like, and I can just like think about things, overthink things, like if something happens, I feel like it might might not be able to go to sleep at night or something. Never know. It's not worth the risk. Yeah. It's weird how some people can like really like that and some people don't, you know? Yeah. Same with roller coasters, people don't like roller coasters, unless it makes you sick. Like, I understand if you don't want to go on a roller coaster because it makes you sick. Unless, like, my brother, he hasn't been on holiday for, like, 20 years because he doesn't like planes, and he finally went on one, like, a month ago, or a few weeks ago. Really, yeah. though, grow up. <laughs> that would suck. Like, some people get uh, sick whenever on their, whenever they're on an airplane or a boat. Like, naturally, it makes them oh, sick. Yes, that's seasick and that. Yeah, that's just so unfortunate if that happens to you. Yeah, but you can, it can wear off. I just my experience of it doing it multiple times. Yeah, if it's making you throw up, just do it some more. Pretty eventually, nice. eventually, eventually, you will not throw up. Works the same with alcohol, apparently. Exactly. If you have a hangover, if you get drunk again, you won't have a hangover. <laughs> uh, pro, pro, uh, pro tips right there on drinking. Do, 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 do. Last thing is world records. I was gonna ask if there, if you had to break a world record. Like, for whatever reason, kind of another hypothetical, like, what world record would you want to break if you had to break one? The 100-meter dash. The sprinting? The 100-meter sprint, yep. It's just, like, normal, if if someone's forcing you to break a world record, like, you don't get some, like, special ability. You just have to do it with, like, normal you. 
Do you think you could actually break the world record for that? Um, well, there's no always try. It depends. Like, it's it's human capabilities. Like, it's in the genetics and that it's coded at what your top speeds and what your strength maximums and all that are. There's nothing you could do about them, but you can always see and try and unlock your maximum potential. Who knows? Hmm. So you you would go for the hundred meter dash. I was thinking you would. I would go for something like jumping the most times in an hour or just something stupid like that. <laughs> like. Well, I mean, I can run under 12 seconds, 100 meters, and like I've never trained, and I'm 15, so that's a good shout for now. <laughs> yeah, but you're never going to beat like Usain Bolt times or whatever, right? What, 9.58? Oh, I'm not yeah. saying I could, but I could try. <laughs> so, if someone was going to like, if you had to to save your life, break a world record, that's what you would practice for? 100 meters? Not if it was to save my life, but if, it, if I had a choice on what one I would break, it would be that. To save your life, what, which one would you think would be the safest uh, bet? The most amount of hours of Rocket League in a day. <laughs> That's 24? Yep. You would tie? That wouldn't be a break, though, would it? You would tie and you would lose? Um, It depends, though. I could play like on a plane or switch time zones and technically <gasps> play longer. Oh, yeah, like during the summer solstice or whatever? Exactly. Yep, yep, yep. All right. That's genius. Boom. You've saved your life successfully. This is Rocket League. Yeah. Meanwhile, I have to uh, jump a hundred or a bunch of times in an hour to save my life. Yeah, I'm regretting my idea. I should have gone for that. Well, you'll burn a lot of calories. Yep, and I'll be good at jumping. <laughs> jumping really fast? That would be hard. You can then break the high jump world record. I definitely couldn't do that. Do not have the right build. Actually, do I? No. I don't, I'm not tall enough. You gotta be tall to do that. How tall are you? Uh, I'm 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, Ex exposed. Yeah, exposed. Normal height? I think yeah. you'll be alright. You'll be alright for the high jump, for jumping under the bar. For jumping under the bar. I don't know, it's just interesting. What is, um, did you ever, like, buy the world record books? Do they have those in Europe? Like, oh, 2010? Guinness world record books. Yeah, Guinness world record books. I've never personally bought one, I don't think. I've read through a few of them, though. Do you guys um, have, like, school book fairs? Oh, like, and you, like, like, selling old books and things? No, like, uh, it'll be, like, a day at our school, or, like, a week where they're just filling the library with a bunch of, like, books. Like, not normal library books, but, like, special new books and really nice books. And then you will go and buy them, and it's called a book fair. Uh, we don't really do that. We have, like, a permanent library. It's just, it depends. There's, n there's nothing really like that. Don't have book fairs. Wow, that's so unfortunate. That's where I would buy the world record books, and then I would, like, try to memorize all the world records and stuff. We've, we've learned about a better source, and it's uh, called the internet. The internet, yeah. Well, you would gotta buy books. I don't know. Books are interesting. Internet's cheaper. That is true. Well, if you're, it was like elementary school when you were doing that, so. I would still use the internet. It was less. When I was in I, elementary school, I didn't really have unlimited internet access like that. I, I, I do like books. There's always there's nothing better than a good book every once in a while, but I wouldn't use it on world record things because I could just. I wouldn't buy it, I would just hire it. Do you have, like, we did, we would do this thing in elementary school, where, like, it's like some weird thing, and they would make you go around selling magazines or cookies or whatever, and if you sell, like, 20 cookies, then you get to, uh, like, go in, like, this machine, where, like, it flies money all around you, and then you get to grab it. Or if you sell, like, 30 cookies, then you get, like, this really cool, like, ball, and if you sell, like, 100, you get, like, an iPhone. And if you sell, like, 130, then you get to, like, skip school and get into, like, a limo and go eat at, like, a restaurant. Stuff like that. Wait, how does this get funded? Uh, so basically, like, the rewards are, like, they seem really cool. But if you think of how much you're making from selling, like, 130 magazines, it, you're, you're still, like, fundraising. You're raising money for the school. But they're also giving away those rewards as, like, incentives. But are magazines really worth it? Well, however they worth it, right? Like, if you sell, like, sold, like, five magazines, they would give you, like, a troll. And then if you have, like, a troll, then, like, people will give you, like, candy in the halls and stuff. It's really weird. Because magazines around here, like, papers, magazines, they get handed out for free. Well, I don't know. It would be, like, a kid going around, like, selling stuff, like, uh, like, National Geographic subscriptions and stuff like that. What was the question in total, like, at the start? Did school? you guys do that? Did you, do you, have you ever done anything like that at your schools? Uh, no, like, that's not as a school. You can, like, get optional jobs that we call paper rounds. But, like, uh, you get paper routes at school? 
Well, not at school, but like as part time outside of school to make a bit of money. Uh, you're in. Are you in high school right now? I am. Yes. All right. Does your high school have like a place where you can go and buy food, like kind of like oh, a mini yeah. little cafe restaurant type thing? A canteen. A canteen. Yeah. Sure. sure. Uh, yeah, we do. Who who works in the canteen? Do students get to work there? Low paid old women usually. Oh, so it's like the the lunch lady type stuff. Yeah. Don't uh, you have like weird school numbers? Like you're not a freshman, you're like primary school or something? Okay, so in England, this like depending on the county, it works a bit different. So I'm living in Norfolk, it's uh, east coast. So it's a bit it's a bit different. So there's like there's preschool, which is like zero to three, or like three, two or three years old. That's uh, like go home at lunchtime sort of school. Then you have primary school, which is a depends. It depends on where, what county you're in. But where I live, it's age five, four or five, depending on what month you're born in, uh, until eleven. So you have six years: year R, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six. Then you have high school, which is year seven, year eight, year nine, year 10, 11. And Then you have sixth form or college, depending on what you choose. And it's university or no university, basically. We have to be in education till we're 18. Uh, so you have a lot of people in your high school. Your high school has seven grades or six grades in it? Uh, so we have five year groups. Five age groups, right. That's a lot to me. It seems like a lot. And then yeah. elementary school or primary school lasts until 11? Yes, yeah, so you have seven mm-hmm. age groups. So you have basically like two separations. You have primary and you have high school? That's basically it, yeah. Okay. So we have elementary which is basically primary then we also have middle school which is like the three grades in the middle and then high school which is only four grades so it's a little different i've not been told how that works exactly so i'd appreciate it (laughs) yeah so it's it's like elementary school is like first second third fourth fifth grade i don't know the ages and then there's sixth seventh eighth which is middle and then nine ten eleven twelve is like high school and the high schoolers can like drive and stuff so where does the term senior and freshman come from then? Right, so if you're in a high school, it's usually referring to high school or college kids. If you're the first year student, like you're brand new there, you're a freshman. And then if it's your second year, you're a sophomore. And then if it's your third year, you're a junior. And then if it's your last year, you're a senior. Okay. So like, it's basically like a hierarchy, right? So like the freshmen are like the worst and okay. everyone <laughs> bullies them. And like the seniors are like the best. Yep. Those memes where it's like senior boys going after freshman girls, it's made it even worse because it's like a three-year gap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hopefully no seniors are doing that because I think that would be illegal for some people because they'd be like higher than 18. Maybe <laughs> not. And then like the, the there's like this thing called like Freshman Friday or the first Friday of the uh, school year, like everyone's supposed to bully the freshmen. But I'm at a pretty nice school, so there's like not much bullying and stuff like that. But. Yeah, go to like the southern, southern, southwest schools. Yeah, the more rundown schools, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you need to learn how to fight. It's important. Yeah, I mean, they they have scissors in their pockets now, I guess. And yeah, you gotta bring some weapons. <laughs> gotta have sharpened pencils always on the ready. Freshman Friday, all the freshmen have kites, all the seniors have scissors. <laughs>